Josh Garcia. Test one, two. Test. Test one, two. I'll turn yours up because you're pretty. You're kind of quiet. Um, who's playing tonight? Anybody good? Uh, shit. I know Fjordash is playing tonight. Fjordash. I should probably go see them. Fjordash. And I've then seen them once already. Existential Crisis before them. I really wanted to see Improv Show last night, or the awkward improv show, but... Courtney, my girlfriend, she had to work, so she didn't want to stay past the first show. So I, that's why I came by and asked. You oh, yeah, you were there. You didn't see. want to stay 20 minutes <laughs> to watch I, Yeah, no. <laughs> I, think she, she was, she, I think she was already ready wanting to leave. And so, Five in the morning, yeah. Um, I get it. So, but Been there. I, I saw those guys perform, and um, that style of like have you seen them the uh, awkward improv a few times yeah yeah so like that's that's their style lends itself to like being really funny already that's cool. um just the awkwardness the delivery yeah and so like just doing that is already funny and then yeah i saw a show with them and god it was the scene that they did that cracked me up was just the stupidest thing, like on paper. It's like Jared, Jared Fogle, who's a subway I, guy. I, I, were you there? I think I was there watching the, so, the, the subway um, yeah. sandwich scene. Yeah, in prison or something. So he's in prison, and like someone's making him a sandwich, or he's making a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was literally crying, laughing so hard, which I haven't laughed like that in a long time. But it was just. And, like, those two guys, too, Elwin and David, like, they have that such, like, dry, like, that just deadpan delivery. Mm-hmm. And, like, Elwin's just so just kind of, like... And they're uh, naturally like that, too. Yeah, they're just naturally, yeah. like, <laughs> like kind of, like, slower, like, speaking style. Just yeah. like, huh? Yeah, what? And so they're just going through the list of, like, pickles. Yeah, pickles on there. Uh, onions. <laughs> I, and I was just cracking up. It's the, the dumbest thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's, like, so great about improv. It's, like... The commitment, finishing, toasting it, and everything. Oh, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Oh my god! And John Wright was in the audience, and he was cracking up too. So it wasn't just me. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I was sad about missing them. <clears throat> anyway, um, hi everyone. We have Alex Navarro. Hello, hola, hola, with us today. You know him. You love him. He's the face that you usually see when you walk in the door. Usually. Um, <laughs> He's also on. Are you are you doing conservatory or the PDI or what the hell is yeah. it called? Um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Are you, are you still doing Clubhouse? No, I'm not doing Clubhouse right now, yeah. only because I'm busy working at the theater. Yeah. Saturdays and Saturdays is the day for Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. So, were you were you doing before? No. Um, no. the only team that I'm on literally is just uh, my indie team. Yeah. The graduate team, which is yeah. Um, never ever sometimes. For the for the peeps out there, yes. Um, mm. And then I get excited when, like, for example, like Grand Privilege, yeah, like invites me to play, and I'm like, oh, I can play with other people now. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like, just going here and there. Um, so, have you thought about starting any other like indie teams? I always wanted to start a new one, but it's just a matter of getting other people to join yeah obviously and then obviously a lot of people are busy yeah and especially in improv have people tri- are always busy <laughs> have you tried to start one um i did have one other one with brooke and yeah. it was the cosplay one yeah and we just did that for fun to yeah. be honest um 
and because she likes to cosplay a lot yeah it was like you know what let's do improv in our costumes and just do stupid things and it was fun i liked it yeah um for i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but we might have another team with other people which is an indie team mono scene team okay and robbie's taking the helm on that so i don't know who else if i can say it yet okay well Breaking, as we, we got an exclusive, <laughs> be on the lookout for it. So, yeah, and um, Never Ever Sometimes, and I and I currently coach you guys, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. Why did you, uh, why did y'all ask me to coach, by the way? I mean, like, because I haven't coached before, mm-hmm. um, so was it just like a process of elimination of like eight other people saying You want no? me to tell you what number you were? Yeah, yes. You were number two. Number two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Who's your, who's your number uh, one? John Boas was first, but okay. he was he's pretty busy. Yeah. He can't even take like workshops himself, I think. Yeah. So, and we tried, but and we were like, okay, yeah. we understand you're busy. And yeah. then we grabbed you, and we're uh-huh. like, we're, we're excited that we grabbed you. So That's an honor. Yeah. For a second after John. <laughs> um, well, I just, I just want to stroke my own ego. It's like, why, why'd you... Did, did someone recommend, like, did someone uh, say, this guy's thinking about coaching? Or? Collectively, I think we were just, like, in one practice, we were just talking about people. Yeah. We like to watch um, improv and yeah. improvise like them and yeah. stuff like that. And then you came up on there, and then we were just like, we've got to put him on a list. And oh. I'm only saying two names. I don't want to say the rest yes. of the list. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's well, that's well, yeah. uh, flattering and cool. Okay, cool. Enough about me <clears throat> and how great I am. Yeah, everyone's happy to have you. Nice. Um, all right. So I don't really know anything about you. Uh, where are you, where are you, where were you born? I was born in LA. Los Angeles. Yeah. I think my, if I can see my birth certificate right now, it says USC hospital. Okay. So I was born a Trojan. Nice. Nice. Um, didn't really live up there for that long because I think. Like a few months, maybe, mm-hmm. if I would have, if I could recall that early of a memory. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, I was born in LA and then we moved down to um, to TJ. Yeah. So I lived in TJ for a while. Went to school there for like... Tijuana. For Tijuana. The, for the non... Tijuana. Southern, Southern California person. Um, my parents are from there. Um, so we moved down there and then I was going to school f- up until like maybe I want to say nine or ten yeah and we slowly crept up to san isidro yeah uh, went to school in, san, in the u.s so i guess you can say spanish was my first language yeah. but i still have trouble speaking spanish interesting um i'm not comfortable speaking either english or spanish which is <laughs> i don't have like a safe spot i'm like i'm i'm fucked pretty much <laughs> yeah um but anyway, um, so San Isidro, went to school there for a few years, and then moved up to Chula Vista, went to school around there, forgot the name of the school, National City, so like slowly creeping up yeah. the state. Um, from National City, we went to downtown, which was my favorite time. Downtown San Diego? Downtown San Diego. Okay. We lived in like in an old, uh, renovated a church yeah. that got turned into like a duplex. Oh, And cool. I remember my grandma living with us. And she got her room was the the convention confessional room, <laughs> and it still had like the the glass painted window of Jesus and everything. That's so funny. <laughs> it was creepy, um, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, 
commute to school was through um, Balboa Park every morning. Okay, wow. Wow. it was a it was a long walk, but it was a fun walk. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, um, it was that was I think that was high school, so that was my junior year, I believe, and that was the same year Oprah visited the school. Your high school? Yeah. Oh wow. Randomly, I don't know why. I don't like. I think it was just visiting the library. I think she has some stake in the school. I'm That's sure. Interesting. I did, don't know. Did she like give us like a auditorium speech? Probably or? no. Um, she was just visiting the library. She was just there, but yeah. no one like really got. To, none of the students got to interact with yeah. her. Yeah, I think like maybe a few selected people. Wow. Um, and then from there, so from downtown, we moved to El Cajon, so we went east, and um. And that's where my parents currently live. Mm-hmm. And I moved out of the house after, like, turning 18, 19. And now I live in La Mesa. Yeah. How old are you right now? I'm 30. 30, okay. Yeah. So, um, you have siblings? I have one brother, and he's younger. He is five years younger. Yeah? Yeah. Where's he at? He is living with my parents still. Okay. Yeah. What's he, what's he doing? He, I believe he's, he just graduated from community college. Yeah. He got his degree. I forgot what he got it from or got it for. Um, I know he wants to do something with computers. I really yeah. don't ask him yeah. those questions, but <laughs> I think I should, but it's like, you know how like brothers are, you know, like, I mean, for me, yeah. my brother, we don't really connect that like that. Yeah. Um, we just do random shit all the time. Yeah. But not like never talk about like jobs or, okay. or education. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Were I you close like, growing up? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like um, y'all got a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were the kids growing up where we would wrestle a lot. Yeah. And break beds because we would really wrestle. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. I, 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 um, my, my brother was, uh, eight years older than me. So, mm-hmm. We would sort of wrestle, but I mean, I, I would couldn't win, so he would just kind of humor me for a little bit, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then pin me. But uh, but my friends and I would wrestle all the time, even if they didn't want to. I just like I was, I always wanted to wrestle, so like I miss that. It's weird how like I I kind of miss wrestling, mm-hmm. and so I keep thinking like, oh, I should just join like a uh, like a martial arts thing, yeah, judo or jujitsu or something just so i can like just wrestle around the ground and mm-hmm. kind of just get that itch, <laughs> get the itch, itch scratch you're like ah, okay done yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i don't need the belt <laughs> yeah yeah I just, i'm just here for the rest yeah, of yeah, yeah. um okay cool so you um one one brother and then did you grow up with like your your mom and dad and then your grandma lived with you um so yeah so dad split when i was nine uh-huh. like an early age and pretty much stayed with my mom. Yeah. It was my brother, me, my grandma, and we all lived together. So, yeah. 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 Did you like have interaction with your dad like through high school and stuff? Like did you ever like do like weekend visits? It was like- yeah. And like every now and then he tr- he made an effort. Yeah. Kind of, but not really. Yeah. And it's like really spotty with my dad right now. Like I haven't talked to him in like ages. Um, what's ages like uh, <laughs> probably yeah. like five years okay. more than that yeah. like less than a decade for sure yeah um i just i don't know i have like this thing with him where like i can't forgive him for, i don't know why for leaving so yeah all right yeah. i get that yeah. i mean i understand everyone has problems but because you never know if i'll be like 
be a father and then that happens to me and then I don't know if that makes any sense. But you no, know what no, I mean? no, no. Say what you said again. Or so, because we're all human. Yeah. He has his own problems. Yeah. Um, I don't know what problems he was going through maybe during that time. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. So, yeah, like you can rationalize it and try yeah, to yeah. sort of understand it. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, he's a human being. You know, just like I am, you, you could get married and have kids mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's not working out with the, with your baby mama or your mm-hmm. wife or something. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, no, yeah. But at the same time, just knowing or rationalizing it doesn't take away the feelings, yeah, as you yeah. know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, are you, uh, so how's your brother feel about like, like with your dad? Is he kind of this, do, 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 do you think it's the same way or do you think he's, I think it's the same way, but he's like, doesn't really care. Yeah. Like, I don't think we ever mentioned him yet in a while. Like my brother and I, we don't, it's like, he's completely out of our lives already pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, that's another question I should ask. <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I geez. mean, <laughs> You should, but it's it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very difficult to talk because I'm sort of the same way. I have three siblings, and my family and I were. I feel like we're close, but not close at the same time. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I grew up with them, and we get together on holidays, but um, it's hard to try to to talk about any kind of family wounds with with them it mm-hmm. seems uncomfortable mm-hmm. i remember i was talking to my therapist and and um we're talking about this and she was like hey maybe you should ask your you know sister who's closest in age about mm-hmm. like some of the things that i talk about in therapy regarding like growing up and some of this you know my issues and yeah. and i'm just like oh no like that's like <laughs> that's so terrifying and then she was like okay well when you think about it like what bad thing could happen and it made me laugh when I thought about because I was like, well, nothing, like absolutely yeah. no, like I, I, I have this terror of like, or not terror, but I have this f- small fear of like discussing these intimate things with my siblings or my parents. And um, but when you think about it, it's like, what bad things gonna happen? It's like, well, nothing really. Just maybe just a little uh, discomfort for yeah, you know exactly. Um, but yeah, it's okay. So and then what? What better person to understand you than your sister? Because she was yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the same we, with like my brother too. He was yeah. there too. So. Yeah, had yeah. the same experience. Okay, cool. So do you think um like do you th- like do you want to talk to your dad? Do like do you think you'll ever like if if you went the rest of your life without talking to him and then he died, like would you feel in kind of regret or would you just be like, "Well, that's just that's life ever." I feel like I'd give it a try. It just would feel really uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. Because it's been so long. Yeah. And I hate feeling uncomfortable, especially just talking about that Mm -hmm. stuff and then trying to like fix stuff with the, obviously with the parent. And then, I don't know, I I take the easy way out and just like, just leave it as it Mm says. And then if that happens, if knock on wood, if he dies and then I hear about it later, then I don't know how I'm going to feel that like when yeah. it comes, you know, maybe I'll like oh, shit, like regret or just yeah, no shits given or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's weird to think about 
how how's your uh does your mom like do you know if it was like a bad breaking up or like was she angry or it just is still anger or like did she talk shit about him or was it just kind of like when well, he's gone we're gonna do our own thing um no it's just she's in like and then she married another guy so yeah. i have she lives with this with my stepdad mm-hmm. um she doesn't really bring him up at all yeah she's doing her own thing she's working hard she's best mom right now ever nice um She's very supportive for the things I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, no. Every now and then she'll be like, drop like, you kind of look like your dad. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, really? I'm like, just having his name is just like, it's not bad already. But Oh, yeah. You so know. you're named after They're Named after him, yeah. Nice. That's why I'm like, just call me Alex because Armando is also a improv form, but it's... <laughs> It's also my my dad's name. Yeah, that would call me like legit, like yeah, <sighs> nice. So yeah, yeah. Well, okay, <clears throat> that sounds tough. Um, have you gone to therapy? Uh, are you, are you, or do you do, do you do therapy? I haven't gone to therapy for it. I don't know if I should. I don't know how to like go through the process of like deciding that. I mean, like, well, I'm going through all of this. I don't know if a therapist would actually help me. Um, get rid of all these feelings about them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they probably would help, but I don't know. I'm also scared of doing the therapy thing. Yeah. yeah it's a scary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. But, well, I think everybody should go to therapy regardless of whether you think you have issues or you don't or whatever. Um, because it's <clears throat> like, I've been in therapy for, I think, about two years and, um, you know, it's not like some magical cure-all thing and all of a sudden I'm a completely different person. But, mm-hmm. like, I think you incre- incrementally just become better and better or you become kind of the – you lose a lot of bad habits and you gain some good habits, like, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. And so mm-hmm. it it's it can be so much. So it can be something where, okay, I have issues with a parent and I can sort through that. It can be like um, – you know, I always have issues with relationships, and so I want to get better at that. It's like it's it's whatever you want it to be about. It's like they help you get perspective on things and understand like why you do the things you do and mm-hmm. why you feel the way you feel mm-hmm. and like how to make it better. I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'll recommend that you go to therapy for sure. Uh, but that's just because I recommend everybody go to therapy. Yeah, just because it's been really good for me. I have history of depression and stuff. Um, but I'm not going to force you. But I am just gonna start calling you every day and tell you to do it at four a.m. in the morning. At <laughs> four a.m. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So let's move to some lighter stuff of your child. Like, what? What were you? I, I get this vibe that you're like. What? No, I don't get a vibe because I've seen you like you're some of your drawings. So you like you draw? You're an artist. I'm not way? an artist, but I do like to draw. Yeah. I, well, then you're an artist. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's too too generous. Um no, I, yeah, like it's it's cool to draw. I like to draw. Um I actually in a short story in 6th grade uh I literally spent the whole year drawing a lot. Yeah. And the teacher she actually confiscated all my drawings all throughout the year. And at the end of the year they had like little awards and surprised me with the draw like best drawer in class. Nice. And kept all my drawings. I was like, "Okay, cool." Um that's... I don't know how to feel about that. I was like, oh, and, like <laughs> you took my drawings and then you give them back. All right. Yeah. 
but it was kind of cool. That's um, cool. That's yeah. very sweet. But yeah, like it. I feel like it helps me think outside. Oh my god, that makes no sense. I'm talking really cryptic right now. <laughs> um, no, I I really like drawing. It's freeing. It's a I get a freeing like feeling. Yeah. Just like it's meditative too. Yeah. Um, because I'm not really good at like putting words to pen. Yeah. So like drawing is better for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Where's the paper? There you go. Where's the paper? No, yeah. the pen. No, that's cool. I I think playing music is that way for me because I play guitar. <clears throat> and so whenever I like have time alone and I get in that mood, I'll just play songs for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you just kind of get in maybe what's called the flow state maybe or, mm-hmm. that, or like just kind of in the zone and where I'm like, yeah, it's very meditative. I'm not thinking. I'm just kind of lost in it. And mm-hmm. it's like, it just feels really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I imagine it's the same as how you feel when you're definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really like it a lot. Yeah. I've never taken it like seriously, like to the next level, but mm-hmm. I do it every now and then. So what would the next level be? Like get into like animation. Yeah. Probably take it as like a career, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's too late for that. It's never too late for anything. I hear that all the time. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you do for work right now? Um, I'm a material handler for this company called IPS Group. Okay. And they do the uh, parking meters around the city. Okay. And so like everywhere you go, anywhere. I mean they. I went to Seattle recently to yeah. get away from people uh-huh. and work. Uh-huh. And I see like my product up there and I'm like, I can't get away from work <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they do uh, parking meters. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a day job. You're a material handler. Ma- ma- material handler. What does that yeah. mean? They just give parts to people. What's that? They just give parts to give people. Give parts to people? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're parts guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. You're definitely yeah. part. So, cause my last job, the one that Today's my last day. Yeah. Um, I work in dealerships a lot, mm-hmm. uh, or exclusively. And so um, I work with parts and service guys. And so I noticed that every department has a vibe of like mm-hmm. people, and you definitely have a parts guy vibe for mm-hmm. sure. And they're my favorite people because they're just always the parts like, guys. Yeah, they're always <laughs> the chillest dudes um, or dudettes. Uh, always, <laughs> yeah. always laid back. Uh, okay, cool. So did you, so you, so you, uh, drew a, a lot when growing up. Yeah. Any other creative outlets or creative expressions growing up? Um, what were you not into? really. I was just really in the nerdy kid in school growing up. What were you in? Like, because you're into cosplay now, right? Kind of. So, kind like, of. I do it for fun, yeah. not like not religiously going yeah. to cons and stuff like that. Um, but when I do get a chance, I will do it. Yeah. Put some time into it. Um, no, it was just like the weird quiet kid nerdy kid growing up yeah with his pokemon cards pokemon. and then transitioned into like magic magic the gathering yeah play that religiously for a while actually i i saw something about magic the gathering today and i realized that i don't have no idea what it is other than there's cards yeah but like i'm trying to get more into gaming these days yeah. um can you give me a quick like primer on how you play magic the gathering Oof, um you got these so you got quick. a 60 card deck okay. half of it, it consists lands and then the other ones the, the other half is spells what's a land a land is like your source 
to play the other cards. Okay. So they call it mana also. So like you do the motion of like tapping it to the right, uh-huh. meaning you spent it. Okay. And then the card, the other cards will give you like a symbol. So that would be like one and then one other symbol. So it would be two. Yeah. So you have to match the colors okay. to play that card. And then you cast a spell. Okay. And then each player has 20 life. You have creatures. You also have other stuff that are not creatures or spells. And you just try to defeat the other person. Are you like one character the entire game? Or do you have like a team of characters? You have a team of characters. So now like in Magic the Gathering, you're considered a planeswalker. Okay. Which is like some, like just like a sorcerer pretty much. Yeah. And you're just casting these spells. Casting spells. Yeah. And trying to take everyone's life from 20 to zero Mm -hmm. and be the last man standing. Pretty much, yeah. Last planeswalker standing. How long, like, how long does the game usually last? Depends. I've seen, I've been in a game where it lasted three hours. (laughs) I've been in a game where it lasted two minutes. Damn. Um, Because you don't get the right cards in your hand. What's the average? What's the average? I'd say like half an hour. Half an hour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and what are the, like, like, how many people do you need to play? Um, Different formats. Um, the normal style is just one on one. Two people. Yeah, but oh. there's also like other formats you know, where like the decks are larger. You can play with multiple people, like up to maybe I've played up to ten people. Yeah, like randomly, and yeah. it's just pretty much just hanging out and just killing each other slowly and just drinking beer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so so you're doing Pokemon and, and Magic the Gathering big yes. time. Yes. Do you still play Magic the Gathering? Uh, occasionally. Uh, I play it on the PC actually. Okay. When I have like downtime, I'll just play it on the computer because okay. it's super easy. Is it easy. easy to learn? Super easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe we'll play soon. <laughs> um, don't spend any money on it though. <laughs> oh, is that another thing where you can like, where because it it's not like a there's not like a is there a standard like deck of cards or can you keep buying cards that other people don't have? You can buy cards, but they also have like a gold system where like if you play more. They'll reward you with gold. And then you can use that gold to play like other formats. And then you acquire the cards that way too. Like new cards. Who who gives you gold? Uh the game. So like it'll it'll be like daily quests pretty much. Like you play 30 of these this type of cards and then it'll give you gold. Oh, like but you're talking about the PC version? The PC version. But like yeah. what about the like the actual card the version? The actual card? Do you have Go to the shop and just buy them there. But like I'm saying, is there okay. like is there like a standard set? Like if I go play Magic the Gathering at any place in the world, am I always going to be playing with the same cards, or if is the guy or girl across from me going to have some cards that I don't have, or like a pool of cards? The decks are always different. They're always different. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, the pre-bought decks are obviously like the worst ones, the pre-built ones. Yeah. Um, and then. If you happen to play someone that's seasoned, a seasoned player, and then you're going to play against it, like their better deck, and then it's probably, it's so uneven, you know? Um, See, I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, because I feel like I would have a whole lot of catching up to do. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm just going to go out and buy the most expensive or just buy the best ones at the beginning. But is that. Gotten, there's a lot of expensive magic cards out there. That's just crazy. Really, like, yeah, people spend a lot of serious money on that thing. That's a whole world I yeah. don't even know about. I think there's a card, like the most expensive card they have is around $20,000. $20,000? Yeah. Okay, that's stupid. <laughs> but kind of I mean, amazing. Exactly. That's kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're into what you're into. Yeah. And if it brings you joy, then fuck it. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Okay. There's so. also a Pokemon card that's worth like around that too. So Wait, so that. 
I I play Pokemon Go yeah, yeah. on my phone. I play that too. But what was the original game? Was it the cards? Uh, I think the. That's a good question. What came first, the cards or the game? I think the game came first. So okay, I, in '92, I, I thought the game was the cards, but they're they're different. Yeah, it's different. What's the game? A video game? It's a it's a video game. So it's like an an RPG. I want to say RPG. Okay. So you catch Pokemon. You have a team of Pokemon. You beat the leagues. Now, was the first thing an actual TV show or a comic book or something? Or it was. What was the first actual Pokemon thing? The first that I saw, or like no, that, that in existence. Like, did did it start as a game, or did it start as a show, or did it? You gotta know your history. That's bro. a good question. Oh my god, you're gonna have to edit this out. No, <laughs> um, I want to say that the show came out first. Okay, and then it was a game. That's like, a, oh my god, I'm gonna get my Pokemon card revoked. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, that uh, jeez, ninety. I can just see like the opening of the game. It says ninety two or ninety four. But the point is, yeah. it, it, okay, so it was. Either way, it's it is a show. It yeah, is yeah. a game, like a like a like a like on a Nintendo or something. And right? Game Boy. Game Boy. Okay, yeah. and then there are also cards, but mm-hmm. the cards were just for collecting and like looking at, and they weren't really like you didn't play with them. I think when they first got released, they were just to collect, yeah. and then it actually became like a a thing you can play with. Yeah, and then there's tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah, and same with the video game. Like there's big, huge Pokemon tournaments for that too, which yeah. is ridiculous and cool. Yeah. Um, I know there's like tournaments for everything now. Yeah, if you think about course, it. Yeah. yeah, are you? So those were the two biggest things you were into back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as gaming's concerned. Growing up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're into Pokemon, you're into magic, and you're into drawing. Um, anything else you were super into? Growing up, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I um, do you play D and D? I used to. I was like a casual player. You were casual? Yeah. I want want to play that too, although I I have no idea. So there's a whole world of gaming. Yeah. Board games, video games, Mm -hmm. and then like this kind of stuff, which is, I guess you can count as a board game, but it's, it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Um, And I didn't really get into any of it. So, I mean, when I was a kid, I was into video games, like... Like every kid kind of is, he just has his, I just had a system. My, mm-hmm. I mean, my brother had a system, so I had a system and I played. Um, but then I kind of stopped around high school and then I feel like every, well, not everybody else, but a lot of people kept going mm-hmm. through college and they're, and so like people are now are my age in their mid thirties and they're, they're, they're gaming on like, you know, the PS4s mm-hmm. and PC and Xbox. And um, I miss, I basically miss everything from like, ps2 or ps3 on like xbox on mm-hmm. um so i have this huge gap and for some reason i wanted to get like get back into or i wanted to get into gaming just mm-hmm. because i saw how everybody else was like so into it so you bought all the systems that you missed well <laughs> i just bought my computer which okay. is like yeah. I, I i googled like what's a good pc gaming computer and i just bought a computer that's like i don't know i probably overdid it but um Cause no, I and I have a PS3, and, mm-hmm. and and so I sort of I so I, I got that. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna get like a PS4 or an Xbox or anything like that. But and I, I don't know why I did this. It's such a stupid decision because like I should just be reading books, which I do. <laughs> but I just feel like well, it seems like they're having so much fun. So I I try to get back into it, and yeah. I think luckily I still haven't really caught on. Like I basically have like one game on my PC that I play. What over game and over. is that? XCOM, XCOM Two. Okay, it's the overhead turn-based game. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. 
And um, and I played Civilization like on my iPad. I first played it on my phone. I really yeah, loved yeah. it, so I loved that game. I tried to do it on the PC, and I I, I, I don't know the, I don't know why I just couldn't get into it. Again, probably for the best. <laughs> um, but and and kind of the same with board games because yeah. like there's obviously been like a board game renaissance because mm-hmm. it's, it's not just Monopoly anymore, right? There's all yeah. these crazy games out there, very um, elaborate games. Yes, yeah. and so I and what's What's bad is like I get super obsessed about these things and I do so much research on it and like I make like a spreadsheet and mm-hmm. like I just have I start categorizing everything and like finding the best of the best of the best and what's mm-hmm. best for me and, and um I sink hours and hours into research and before then, you buy the game <laughs> before, and, then, and then I buy them yeah and so like I, I bought a bunch of like I'm building kind of a, a board game collection but like yeah. I just don't play it like my girlfriend isn't really into it and so well we have a game or two that we play every now and again yeah. Um, you play Catan? I yeah. think that's like the entry level yeah, game I, now. Yeah, I really, I have it. I got it. Like, uh, I play with some people from work, and it was a lot of fun. I just, I don't know. I mean, I have the, I know people in the improv community who are, I consider my friends, and so yeah. you know, T- Terra Squad is my my team. They're the people I hang out with the most, and so we'll have a game night every now and again. Yeah, we play mostly party games, and it's fun, but. Um, you want to get into the more deeper ones where like I, I worker kinda, placement games? I, I kind of, well, I, <laughs> I played one and I wasn't really into it. So I I think it's kind of the same with, with the video games and board games. Yeah. It's like I, I jump in head first. I don't, the serious gaming stuff doesn't really catch me, but then like I'll find something that I like. So like XCOM 2, which is kind of a basic but fun game. Yeah. With board games, I'm like, I'm always, in, I'm always down for a party game. There's been a couple more deeper ones that... I kind of like. I don't think I'm there with like the super Euro, mm-hmm. like Euro game, like a five hour game yeah, or something no, like that. I don't, like, I don't oh. think I'm there. <laughs> um, but a part of me kind of wants to. Yeah, know, a part of me wants to get into Magic the Gathering or play D and D just because it's like, well, it, there's got to be something good about it because everyone that, like these people are so obsessed with it. So I think it's all with the right group, and obviously you have Terror Squad, and if you they want to play something that deep, also no. <laughs> No. no, they don't want to. Not play? not okay. collectively. Okay, okay. We, I mean, maybe like I don't know. Maybe one person. Maybe like maybe Corey would be into it. Or Probably, something, yeah, yeah. but like you know, the entire group. I don't. I don't think so. My brother actually has a really big uh, board game collection. Yeah, he tried to get me. He he would like randomly text me like, "Can you give me one hundred dollars to go have fun <laughs> a board game on Kickstarter?" And I was like, "I don't have money for that right now." <laughs> um, but we have like a lot of games that we've bought together. Yeah. Um. I think the last one we bought was the Dark Souls game. Uh-huh. So they made it into a board game. Oh. And it is it it is as hard as the game. Yeah. On, on the console. Yeah. And I think we dropped like 500 combined because it was like all the expansions and everything. Yeah. But it took over three years to send everything. And we were like, never again. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. It's just too much. It's a lot of time to invest in just board games now. Yeah. I'm always torn because I'm like... Well, life is short, so why not just play games and have fun? But then I also have this thing the last five years of, like, I've been really trying to learn a lot. Yeah. Like, I feel like my entire youth was kind of wasted in school and that I didn't care about learning, so I just kind of went through the motions. Yeah. And, like, I was a, I was smart enough to, like, just coast and get A's or whatever. Yeah. But, like, in high school, in particular college, I just didn't care. Like, I didn't want to learn anything. I just kind of want to get it over with. Yeah. And now I'm like, 
really interested in learning. Like, You're like I shit. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do the same thing. I get obsessed about certain topics and I start buying these books. I have a whole bookshelf full of books, like economics, history, all this other, all the shit that I want to learn. And so. Just get board games with like economics and history and stuff like that. Two birds, yeah. one stone. Come on, man. I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, back to your life. Oh. Uh, so after high school, Mm-hmm. Did you go to college? Did you go right to the workforce? Uh, so right after high school, I went to community college, mm-hmm. which I tried to finish my general education, which I did, um, but I didn't get my degree, my AA or BA, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Um, I haven't gone back. I feel like I should finish it. It's never too late to go back. Yeah. I heard that before somewhere. Um, but no, like, I went into a, a program where not a lot of people know this. I, I actually uh, was a certified EMT CNA in first aid uh-huh. and with CPR like certificates. Yeah. I still have them and stuff like that. Um, I just never took the extra step or the next step to get hired through like a an EMT company, yeah, like AMR or some of that. Right. Um, I should pursue that again because it's like a quick refresher class to just renew everything yeah and i'm already like certified again yeah and the medical field always intrigued me yeah i always liked helping people yeah and i've been like recently i've been dabbling and like just like thinking about it like going back yeah and um just like and also wearing that uniform that you get to wear (laughs) the scrubs yeah no not even scrubs it's like the emt uniform which is the yeah, yeah The jacket uh, and the slacks. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do also have scrubs from the CNA training that I did, but um, no, yeah, um, didn't finish college. Um, I finished their training through um, an RTC building for Grossman, I think it was, and I got my EMT certificate through them, mm-hmm. CPR, first aid, um, so I can treat people. Yeah, if if it's ever needed. Yeah, but it, it, you know. Um, so you so you. You got all that certificate, the EMT stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, back then, did you have any idea of like what you wanted to do? Um, like, did you care about finishing college or were you just, were you kind of, did you have any kind of direction you were going in? I didn't have a clear direction. It was just like an option and it was one of like the easy options too. So I was like, I can do that and then use the EMT thing as a stepping stone to get into like being a paramedic Mm -hmm. or if I did the CNA route, a stepping stone for like being an RN. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going through uh, Southwestern college actually through their um, nursing program and got in, but some, I forgot what happened. Some shit happened in my life and I stopped doing it and then I got a job and then I got started getting money. So I got distracted with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wanted to do, it was in a clear direction, but I wanted to stay in the medical field. Yeah. That was like a broad, it's super broad, especially for with medical. Yeah. Yeah. So now at this moment in your life, you're 30. What, if you could be doing anything within reason, you know, can't be like, I want I would be a rock star mm-hmm. or a porn star. Or a, well, I guess I could. <laughs> I could so, that's that's yeah, super that's easy, easy yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, I work from home. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> No, so if, if if you could be doing any kind of career, what, like, what do you think right now would be the thing that you would want to do? Um, definitely, like, a programmer 
for like a software company or something. Oh. Yeah. Um so that's the first you said that. So you had art and you had EMT stuff, but programming is is what you would kind of want to be doing. It was just like a phase that I had. Yeah. With like computer stuff. I built I have a computer also, a gaming computer, and yeah. I then like taught myself how to build one. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool, and then yes. I started dabbling in like the C++ stuff yeah. and and like writing code. And it's tedious work, but it's like I enjoyed it a little. I don't know why. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I'm all over the place. It's like medical and then, then programming. Do a lot of dabbling. Yeah. I do. I just like dip my foot and then I'm like. You were a renaissance man. No, I, yeah. I, I, I get that. Yeah. But is that some, so coding would be sort of, you can see yourself actually working in that career? I think so, yeah. If I just got put into it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so how, like, how, like, well-versed are you or, like, where are you, like, could you, get hired like in a year or like would you need to like like no i need like a couple of years to get started probably a couple of years to just like just refresh everything yeah yeah because it's just like random shit that i taught myself yeah so like like i'm barely gonna get through with that yeah and that's not i can't fake it until i make it especially in that <laughs> right well from what i what i've read coding seems to be one of those things that's super accessible as far as like there's all kinds of resources on the internet mm -hmm. um especially like a lot of free ones mm -hmm. so you can like basically learn how to code well enough to get an entry-level job mm -hmm. like all online mm -hmm. all for free i think are you aware of that i'm aware now are you aware alex i'm not i wasn't aware yes but now i'm aware i used all like i learned all my stuff through youtube so i thought that was a reasonable way to learn things. <laughs> I mean, that's probably part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's all kinds of like code academy yeah, and shit yeah. like that, like um, just stuff either free or or reasonable. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, not what you would pay to go to like a like a tinker, like a four year college or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you should look into that mm -hmm. if you want to do it. I mean, I do have a fork in the road now with either programming or medical, so I have a clear direction of where to go. Well, which one would you rather do? Well, I just asked you and you said programming. Yeah. Is that a lie? No. You're lying to me? I could be lying. <laughs> um, no, it's just like programming sp speaks to me. Yeah. But also medical, like helping people also. I like the rewarding feeling you get after. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I, I, I'm having the same issues. I'm over here talking trash like I know what I'm doing. Like, I really don't because I got this new job, but it's just because it's similar to what I've been doing, mm -hmm. and, but it's more money, so whatever. But, like, I keep thinking, or right, I'm going to go back to grad school. It's like, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. And I keep having, like, these, like, four different – because, like, I also I want to help people. So I was like, maybe I'll go into psychology or sociology and mm -hmm. because I want to help people, but I also love – behavior and studying behavior and researching or the idea of researching that and and um that seems appealing um i was like oh maybe i'll do data science because like i can just learn sql and like mm -hmm. um but i don't think that's for me so we're just like but i i'm really into politics these days like maybe I'll do like a public policy type of program i don't know so i, I i'm like <laughs> dabbled my my toes as far as like you sound like me now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See? Exactly. Yeah. No, no we're on like, the same page. <laughs> I, 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 I know what you're coming yeah, like, yeah. where, where you're at. So, um, 
but at least you have it down to two. So that's, I have like mm-hmm. three or four. Um, well, shit, man. Well, I mean, well, you should pick a lane and go. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick one right now. Okay. Um, I think the medical field, because I got more time spent in that yeah. than the programming thing, yeah. to be honest. I have like a few years in that. Yeah. And I'm well-versed in all the medical terms. It seems like a quicker, you can just do it and do your refresher first course and, stuff, then, yeah. and then get a job. Quick, easy, done. Um, Hell yeah, man. So maybe this year. Okay. We'll see. Well, I think you just made a pledge on the deconstruction podcast to do it. So Can I take my hand off of this Bible now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but keep your other hand okay. on the Pokemon deck. That you were also swearing on. Oh shit! All right, I can't. I can't take that one off. You can. You can lie to Jesus, but you cannot lie to Pikachu. My hands are sweating, and the cards are gonna get wet, and you're gonna decrease in value. This is your fault. Uh, Oh yeah, you and um, (laughs) you and Victoria had that Pokemon show the other day. Yes, I guess she's really into Pokemon too. She's a huge Pokemon fan. Um, So funny. Which is funny because she doesn't get pop culture a lot, Mm -hmm. but she loves. Pokemon and The Office, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she likes The Office also, or loves The Office. Yeah. Loves Pokemon. And I think we were just like playing around, like we should just do a duo for the speakeasy. And we we're like, yeah, let's do a duo. And then she brought up the idea, like, let's make it about Pokemon. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. Nice. <laughs> and just look ridiculous on stage playing all these Pokemon and, mm-hmm. and Team Rocket. And honestly, it's like the most fun I had on stage. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite shows, That's if cool. not the favorite show that yeah. I've had. And also, it was easy to remember the characters because half of them were Pokemon. Yeah. So, it was good practice. And I, I was glad that I was able to recognize a lot of the names that you're tossing out just, <laughs> just from playing the game yeah. on, on my phone. So, yeah. yeah. Courtney would have loved it because she's definitely into Pokemon Go as well. Yeah. Um, Amy actually came up to, came up to me afterwards and she's like... It was like watching improv in another language, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "All right, thank you." Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I I, I want to do <laughs> I want to do more shows that are different like that, like because I mean, everyone kind of does their standard improv show, Herald. which hair or just any, any really any yeah, yeah. form, you know, yeah. a montage, yeah. uh, even like a JTS Brown or, or deconstruction or something. Yeah. It's just like it's just improv, um, but there's so much more that can be done with it. Mm-hmm. And like, you just like, you both love Pokemon. So mm-hmm. you were, you did a Pokemon show, mm-hmm. which I mean, yeah. I, I, and I love that. Like Brandon does a lot of that. You know, he does his like Jackie and mm-hmm. Roar, um, his D- Dungeons Dementors, mm-hmm. his Royal Rumble thing. Very thematic and stuff. Yeah. Like, like yeah. just, just different and fun. Yeah. And so, um, I, I would love to see more of that in the community. I also just need to do more of that myself of like, what would just be really fun and easy? Like it doesn't have to always be challenging. Like just make the easiest, the easiest thing that we could do that would just make everybody laugh. Exactly. Yeah. The performers. So it's like if just find something you enjoy that you want to have fun with, and then people are going to have fun just watching you having fun. Yeah, exactly. But shall, yeah. how did you get into improv? That's a good question. Um, I was listening to something and I stumbled upon a podcast called, Comedy Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm pretty sure everyone knows what that is. Mm-hmm. And started listening to it a lot. Um, found out about Paul F. Tompkins. Shout out to Dan. Mm-hmm. When I listened to his episode, he mentioned him. I was like, yep, mm-hmm. that's my route. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to all his stuff because he's like 
the best improviser in my opinion mm-hmm. he's fun to listen to he's yeah. different characters and i'm like i want to do that this yeah. is fun um but this is like reserve shy me yeah. saying that in my head i was like oh this is scary too if yeah. i do it in front of people um so after a few years of listening to comedy bang bang and then to uh pft stuff i googled improv around here san diego um mm-hmm. And Final City came up, and I didn't look at the classes first. Mm-hmm. I looked at, oh, they're hiring for something. Mm. Um, and I was like, let me get hired and do a behind-the-scenes look before I join the classes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to get hired for box office like manager. Let's try it. Let's, let's go for it. And then I got a message like from Jesse the day after, and I was like, oh, shit. This is happening. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Um, the day of, so fast forward to the interview, I arrive at the old location. I was parked right in front of the, the center door and I was in my car just hyperventilating because I was just <laughs> so scared. I was like, oh my God, this is really happening. Um, I arrived to my interview 30 minutes early. So I was like, but nice. like in the car, 30 mm-hmm, minutes mm-hmm. hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then I meet with Jesse. He was like super nice. He was pretty awesome, pretty chill. We were just like literally just talking. Yeah. Um. And we brought up Paul F. Tompkins during the interview. Yeah. And then that was done. And then he literally, I think, he emailed me or messaged me back that same day. And he's like, "You're hired." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Nice. Um. Yeah. Um. I was never a theater kid growing up. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a shame that I missed it. Yeah. But it's like it's. I mean, I'm enjoying it now. Yeah. So I'm just taking it all in. Yeah. And it's been, like, honestly, one of the best chapters of my life, finding improv, because I don't know. I don't know how to put it in words. It's like, I can't see myself not doing this. Like, I don't know what I would be doing if mm-hmm. I didn't find improv. Yeah. I would probably be, like, somewhere, like, super depressed mm-hmm. and just, like, getting through life and just me and like the few friends that i had mm-hmm. and now with improv i have like all these beautiful people mm-hmm. that i meet every day and friendly faces and i'm lucky to just be part of that it's insane i don't know like i sometimes i think to myself like i don't deserve this but i kind of do <laughs> i don't know i don't know if that sounds like cocky or that's not the right word or you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. I'm getting very cryptic again. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, um, no. Yeah. You do deserve, everyone deserves. To be happy. To be happy. Yeah. And to do things that make them happy and bring them joy. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you do deserve it. Um, how, cool, man. How long, so you, you got hired, so how long before you started taking classes? It was literally like three months after. Mm-hmm. And then... Finally pulled the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. You really saw it enough and you're like, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, everyone's fucking having fun on stage. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, and then I met my friends in Never Ever Sometimes in level one. Nice. We're all strangers. We were just all like, oh, little babies. Mm-hmm. Little and, improv babies. Yeah. It's just crazy how like you're, when you stick through your class, all the six levels, you pretty much become like a family. Yeah. And... Sometimes you know more about your improv family than your actual family, True. <laughs> which is funny and weird. And yeah, um, but I love it. I love every second of it. Just being there. 
Yeah. Even if I'm like tired from like my other job, because mm. sometimes I like I'll get off of work, I have an hour to get home, eat dinner, go to the theater. Super tired, but I'm like happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 always it's kind of like working out in that way of like, but but not really because like, but the part that's like working out is even if you're tired. And you're just like, oh, I just got it. And then once you do it, you're like, I'm so glad. I the second win, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel so much better. Um, but it's rare that I don't look forward to improv. So, and I never look forward to working out. So, uh, <laughs> how did you, so having not growing up a theater kid, and I imagine you weren't really ex- exposed to much performance before this, Mm-mm. how did you take to improv in the beginning of like just doing all the weird improv shit? And then how did you take to like being on stage? It was uh, very hard to open up. Yeah. Um, break out of the show. I feel like, I feel like that sometimes still mm-hmm. like certain moments I'll be like super shy on stage. still, yeah. I'm not comfortable doing stuff, but yeah. it's been better from like level one since, since then. Yeah. But, um, it was a hard road going up. Yeah. But it took a while, I think. Yeah. 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 Now, do you feel like, I mean, so now when you go on stage, do you do you still have nerves or anything like that? Or like, how do you feel now when you go do a show and you're on stage? Um, nerves. I do get plenty of nerves. Not as crazy as I used to. Yeah. But I just still get nerves. I get the pre-show poops sometimes. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that, a, is that okay to say? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate. Yeah. Um, I never try to drink coffee before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TMI. Um, my hand's still on the Pokemon deck, but um, no, uh, no, I, I still get nervous. Like whatever I'm doing on stage, doesn't matter if it's improv, it's just scripted stuff mm-hmm. or anything. Just people looking at you. Yeah. Um, but it's been easier to just block that out and just black out and just do your show and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so speaking of improv stuff, who are some of your faves? Who are some of your favorite people to watch mm-hmm. uh, and or play with people, teams, whatever? To watch collectively for teams. I really love watching Willis. Mm-hmm. Just how crazy good they are. Just mm-hmm. like how quick. And supportive they are, especially for, like, the morphing scenes they do. Yeah. Just love how, like, seamless that... Just, like, they work really well together. Um, yeah. I love them a lot. Um, I really like Silly Gooses. It's really impressive what they do, doing a deconstruction with just two people. Remind me who's in Silly Gooses again. Victoria and Amir. Oh, oh um, yes. Yeah. Um, it, New, a newer-ish type of team. I yeah. Feel like. Yeah. And <clears throat> a duo with the decon, it's just like, it's insane. It's a lot of con- like concentrating and listening to what's yeah. going on and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw them at the tor- no, talk show a few, a few whatever ago. And yeah. It was really, it was a great set. Yeah. Really cool how it came together. Um, yeah, that one of my favorites, um, Awkward Improv. love watching them. Their style um, just kills me every time. So hilarious. Um, favorite improvisers? I don't want to like f- hurt people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm gonna say a few names. Yeah, I do have plenty of favorites. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the first person that comes into mind is Meaty. Yeah, honestly, because she throws curveballs—the curviest curveballs I've ever seen. 
Yeah. I expect that she's going to say something odd. Yeah. But then she surpasses my expectations. I was like, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, she's so funny. She's incredible. She's a, she's looks like she's a lot of fun to play with on stage too. Always fun. Yeah. I always trust whatever scene she's in is going to be funny. Yeah. And yeah, I'm glad that I, I get to play with her because I also get to practice with her. And so I just get to watch mm-hmm. her and practice too. And it's just, God, it's just, she's always funny. Yeah. And she, as she's, She's getting better at this, but she, she you know, she has f- less confidence in herself than most people have in themselves or in her. And so it's just crazy when she says that because I'm just like, understand <laughs> yeah, how, like, how, how awesome you are. <laughs> yeah, but yeah she, she's, she's getting better at that. But yeah, she's she's awesome. Yeah. Um, to say, I'll say one other name that I like to watch. And um, Terry and, and Roar Theater. Mm-hmm. Like... He's just, he was a great addition for Roar, and his improv with them is just insane, um, insanely funny. He's just, like, super awkward with his characters a lot, yeah. too, and uh, he's just fun to watch all the time. Like, I try not to be in scenes with him, especially during our indie team, because mm-hmm. I just want to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's one of the rare people that actually makes me break when i'm with them yeah like improvising and he's a lot of fun to watch and play with yeah um yeah he's mm-hmm. um i'll dote on him too he is very good it seems very natural like it just he's just always kind of calm that's kind of his demeanor it's just kind of just a calm dude but mm-hmm. like really funny um did he did it did he do improv before i, I think so I, i'm pretty sure he did it uh, somewhere in chicago i don't know if it was io I or second it. city. I know. I can tell. <laughs> so somebody was like, "You're a little too natural yeah. to like be just fresh out of." Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do a fresh start in San Diego, and like, yeah, yeah like, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's great, and I was, um, yeah, invited him with some other people to do uh, mm-hmm. our, our brand privilege show mm-hmm. the the other whatever month, um, and he was great in that. So love that guy. Yeah, um, and then. I think I already said someone to play with, right? He said Meaty and he said uh, Terry. Terry. Victoria is super easy to improvise with. She makes it super easy. Um, she's really good mm-hmm. to improvise with, mm-hmm. especially like matching energy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've only done that duo and we've done like workshops together, mm-hmm. but like just off of that duo alone with the Pokemon thing. Which is insane, like how we just like just do it and just she was matching it here and there, mm-hmm. and she makes she's she makes it super easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like I was just carried throughout the whole show with her. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, she's super good. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. There you have it. Uh, let's see. Well, and here you are now. Yeah, thirties, very young. Is it though? Yeah, because feel like I'm breaking apart. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, when you get to my age, son, which I'll be 35 this month, you'll look back and be like, I, I always feel like I don't think that feeling ever goes away. Of like, I wish I'd done this when I was younger, but it's just like that's what I'm telling you now. Is like it's it's I you know I was like I wish five years ago I started doing this or that or this or that, um, and so. You're five years ago for me as far as age. So mm-hmm. 
it's never too late to start something because I think that you'll always feel that way. And when, when I'm 40, I'm sure I'll be like, God, I wish I'd done this when I was 35. And so I'm, I'm doing it when I'm 40. So by 40, you'll have two options instead of three. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, but not just for a career, just for, I mean, anything, yeah, 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 yeah. just there's things in, in life. Um, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to just do random shit ever since the new decade started and it's been going good. What do, you, do you do anything now outside of improv as a hobby? I've uh, been getting more into hiking, actually. Yeah. Um, only because I need to work out. Sure. Also, I like being outdoors. Sure. And it's very meditative. Also, okay. doing just being. I know you're not supposed to go hiking by yourself, but um, when you go by yourself, it's like relieving, kind yeah. of like being alone, doing your own thing. There's nothing wrong with going hiking exactly. by yourself. I mean, I, I, I almost. I almost didn't make it back from one hike. <laughs> yeah. um, this was recent, actually. It was the El Cajon Mountain one that I did. And it's a five miles in, five miles back. So 10 total. Oh, shit. Um, over 10 miles, actually. And halfway back, I had still had two miles, a little over two miles to go, and I ran out of water. Uh-oh. And I was like, fuck. Um, and that hike is brutal. Like, the elevation is 3,500 feet. Damn. Um, it's never up going i mean it's up and down going yeah. back back and forth so that's that was the hard part yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not into hiking why not i don't know i think i i didn't grow up doing it you know, i grew up in oklahoma so there's in my mind hiking was like when i thought of hiking i thought of like like walking in the forest or something or outside <laughs> you know it wasn't like it was yeah. california where it's like oh you go to mountains yeah and um it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know. It's just walking. I'm just like, eh, I don't know. I mean, there's it's more to walking. It's like pushing your limits and then taking the scenery in. And then... I don't want to push my limits. <laughs> I mean, no, I... Um, there's probably a hiking game you can play on yeah. the computer. I don't know. No, but I, 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 I ain't hating on it. You know, if, if people hike and that's their thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. then good for... Yeah, I think my, I think my thing is... Um, recreational sports. I think that's my thing of like getting exercise without mm-hmm. actually just going to the gym it's mm-hmm. like so i love the basketball league i'm waiting it's, for it to start yeah again. i think i'm gonna try to i think i'm gonna join like a kickball league or something in the spring just to get moving and also just socialize with more people yeah um but yeah yeah all my like improv is like my only thing that i do otherwise i'm always home like getting to my new obsession mm-hmm which lately is comics mm-hmm. books is always there. So I'm always like buying these uh, nonfiction books and mm-hmm. I'm always reading something. I'm like, reading, I'm always reading like four books at this at once, which is stupid because <laughs> I'm a slow reader. Um, I'm a slow reader too. Don't yeah. Worry. But like lately I've been in the comics as well. And uh, I didn't think I didn't even do more social things. So yeah, if you're out there in the FCI community, you want to play some board <laughs> games, maybe we should get a little board game thing going. Um, you're looking at one. You're looking at one right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, me, I mean, uh, me and Alex. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're starting it. We're bringing our five-hour Euro games. Yeah. So if you have five hours, Stephen Bowers is into into gaming, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. He does a lot of uh, tech board game testing. Yeah. And yeah, he has a lot of board he's games. A, he's a hard. Yeah. yeah. All right, Stephen, you're invited. Yeah. Um, and Corestone's always doing like not always, but they'll have their game nights every now and then. Yeah. yeah. yeah which are which I've only been to one. I, I want to go to more. That's another thing is that I my last job I was traveling a lot, so I couldn't really commit to things yeah, during yeah. the week. Um, so I'm traveling less with this new job, supposedly. So hopefully I can do more things. Maybe 
I want to surf, you know, mm. I'm scared of drowning in sharks, <laughs> but I like to surf, um, do some MMA or martial arts, yeah, something yeah. or boxing, some board gaming, kickball. Maybe I'll throw in an occasional hike. Maybe. Maybe. I'll go with you. Maybe. Don't so mean, you don't die. Don't tease me, man. <laughs> and, if I, and if I get a hydrate or something, you can, you, you're certified. So I know that you got, you got my back. You can, perform cpr or whatever is necessary i know that you don't have you don't do breaths anymore because it changes every two years mm -hmm. i could be wrong with that it's been a few years or i don't know yeah so we'll see so don't you don't have to worry Get about that refresher just say <laughs> hey well yeah bro <laughs> don't let me die um is there anything else i want to uh how do you have a dating life are you, are you, Ooh, are you in a, um it's a very sad dating life yeah i can talk about it it's fine um It's almost non-existent. I don't have the courage to ask people out just because of the built-up rejection through yeah. my life. Mm -hmm. And I hate the feeling of like getting rejected. Like better way of just not dealing with that is just not ask anyone out anymore. Yeah. And I've been on the apps and everything. I was about to say, you've been on the apps? Yeah. That, those are Every now godsend. And then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For people like you and me who are exactly. afraid, afraid of rejection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I never approach people. Either. No one swipes right on me, man. Um, that's fine. Um, no, and like I've matched with people on the dating apps and stuff like that. And we set up dates. Mm -hmm. And the last few recent attempts, I got ghosted. And mm. I showed up at the place. I was like, okay, cool. And I think it was like five. That's five total times this happened before. So it's I'm like. Getting ghosted? Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. So I was like, I, I should just stop. I'm like, it'll were these younger people, around my age? Okay. Yeah, I go. I I don't have like a preference of like age where like it, it, yeah. they're older or like a few like, years older I, than me. That's such a weird thing to get yeah. ghosted like before they even like before like that just seems like laziness or just like mm -hmm. I was like maybe that's a younger generation thing. I don't know of like, like why the fuck would you set up a date and then just not go? Yeah, it's like. Well, know, know if you want to go before you do it. Exactly. Um, anyway, sorry. That That's fine. That annoys me. That's fine. Damn kids. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm not dating any kids. Okay. But yeah. Um, no, it's... It happens. I say it all the time. So it seems so like saying. there's a litany of things that you could be doing, pursuing certain things that you want to do career-wise, mm -hmm. dating more, mm -hmm. even... Even healing up some family wounds with that, that one's that one's harder. I get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like going to therapy, but you just got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Right? It's honestly like all those things I have to just pull the trigger and everything. You got to do it. Maybe yeah. I should give you a book or two to read. Then uh, I'll, I'll take a book. I think I need a book to a, get me going. I, 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 the, the reason I got into improv, which I think I might, I might have told the story, is... I was reading a Tony Robbins book of all things. You know Tony Robbins? Yeah, no, I don't know who he is. I think you mentioned it. Yeah, it's though, like this... Giant, like motivational speaker, and giant, like literally, like he's like six foot six and huge, and yeah. and yeah, it was like there was a part about like making choices, um, and so and it was like you got to make a choice, like at the end of the chapter, like do it, and mm -hmm. yeah, that's why I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up for improv, <laughs> yeah, and so I did it. So yeah, sometimes it takes some some kind of I know it's difficult it, to to make to pull the trigger on these things. Um, I experience that now, but mm -hmm. I do. I think I've learned the last few years to 
start making more definitive choices, bolder choices and doing things. And mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's, it's usually only positive because it's like, and I think also learning to, f- to fail or learning to get rejected in a way or learning to like do it. Cause it's just like, Oh, it's not so yeah. bad. I can just keep doing it and keep doing it and, yeah. and build. Su- I eventually get success mm-hmm. or I get good at something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll give you a couple books, bro. Um, Make sure one of them is dating. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't no. I don't know if I have any dating books. It's all dusty, like yeah. Like, oh, okay, here it is. Um, <laughs> you have any uh, anything else you want to say? Plug any questions? Any comments? Anything you want to tell the people before we wrap it um, up? I'm just gonna go ahead and plug uh, Cornerstone. Take workshops at Cornerstone. Holler. Uh, holler. Plug in Fine City Improv. Take some classes there. Holler. Holler. Take some workshops there. Um, we're improving everything with everyone. I hope everyone has a great day. I love you all. Um, you've all been really nice to me, and I want to return that favor by being just cool and weird and awkward with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am right now. My hands are really sweaty. Alex Navarro, <laughs> I choose you. He got you. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.